Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. I just got finished with uh, an interview with a big radio show out there in Los Angeles with Captain Ron, and uh, I've never talked to him before. Um, It's kind of funny because before we went on the air, uh, he was talking about the things that I had done in my life and he said I see that you've interviewed amazing Randy and uh, we talked about that a bit because I've I've interviewed amazing Randy at least twice and so I was wondering like uh, is, is, is this going to be like an amazing Randy skeptical kind of interview um, and uh, and then he said is there anything you don't want to talk about and I said, nope, uh, I will talk about anything. You ask me whatever you want, you know, I don't, you know, I don't mind. Um, and we had a great conversation. I mean, uh, it, was, it was not that long. It was less than an hour. But um, I was able to talk about uh, all kinds of uh, different uh, interesting subjects. And um, he's a great host as a matter of fact i believe he's going to be at my big event next month in uh, las vegas finding your magic how to hack reality um i i he seemed gung-ho to 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 be there so uh hopefully i'll get to meet him in person but you know uh yeah i i've interviewed amazing randy uh again a couple times at least and i want to tell you amazing randy has always been great to me I mean, um, I know that a lot of people think of Amazing Randy as being uh, just, you know, a hard-nosed debunker, and that's because he's done some of that, but from what I've been able to see, historically speaking, I mean, uh, usually when Amazing Randy has debunked people, they need it to be debunked. I mean, I think he's debunking people who are shysters. And um, every conversation that I've ever had with Amazing Randy has been very respectful. It's been very rational. Um, I I don't have any problem whatsoever with him. But I know he's getting up in years. And so um, it's getting hard for him, I'm sure, to, to do as much as he used to in terms of appearances and all that. But I, I, I really hate the fact that media is is driven by sometimes pitting people against each other so i understand that in journalism because i took journalism in college i understand that the idea is that you get two opposing views and then you feel like you've done a good responsible job well i've talked to this person who's pro this thing and i've talked to this person who's con that thing and then you know you put them together uh and you say well here is the so-called neutral point of view but that really isn't what the media often does uh, a lot a lot of times they're they're being over dramatic uh and what they really try to do is to just um make it out like there's some kind of a fight going on when there really is not much of a fight uh and so I have always uh, felt that 
when it comes, and by the way, I've I've interviewed Michael Shermer. You know, he he is another one of those. Uh, I, I guess he's one of the big dogs at uh, uh, Skeptical Inquirer. Had a great conversation with him. Again, seems to be a very reasonable guy to me. I mean, uh, when when someone like myself, who is a proponent of the mysterious part of life, talks to someone who 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 is skeptical or whatever. Um, that's all fine because people don't realize often that I am a great skeptic myself as you should be. You see, a real skeptic is someone who just reserves judgment until all the facts are in. Now, it's a problem if you have somebody who goes out on a mission to demonize somebody, but as long as we're just talking about facts, that's fine. I mean, I don't think anybody could say that uh, there is some figure beyond Amazing Randy and Michael Shermer who were bigger on the totem pole for cracking down on the existence of paranormal stuff and ESP and all that. And I, I've talked to both of them and feel like that uh, if you actually have a a decent conversation uh, they are simply saying look we have this point of view where I haven't seen it and there's no way to reproduce this so we can't draw a conclusion and you know that's that and I'm out there saying something kind of similar, like, well, like maybe I have seen it, but I, I also can't draw a conclusion. Um, and so you have to really look into the nuances of, of what is real and what's not, and who gets to be the judge. So just because I see something, does that make it real? Well, it makes it real to me but I don't expect everybody else in the world to accept that as being real. I mean, I understand how the scientific method works, and I know there are some things that just happen to certain people that don't happen to everybody else, and that's that. And I think that those guys who are professional skeptics or debunkers or whatever, I think they're really going after the sleazeballs out there because there are a lot of shysters and sleazeballs who will take what real um, sort of investigation is all about, what real paranormal research is all about, and they will abuse that. And then we're just dealing with the criminal element. So I got no problem with that. I'm happy, yeah. Bust these people. But uh, none of these professional skeptics uh, have a problem with me, and I don't have a problem with them. I admire what they do. I just say, look, here are other possibilities. And sometimes they don't feel that those possibilities are valid, but uh, none of them have ever said a harsh word to me. The people who contact me and say bad things to me are wackos. You know, I get a lot of emails. Every single day I get over a hundred emails and... um, I read some of them, and they're just maniacal rambling. 
and those are the people who scare me and those are the people who, who, should, who should scare anybody um, but I don't mind at all the people who are thinking about things who may have a different opinion because that's what you're supposed to do you're you're, you're supposed to explore you know you're supposed to use logic I mean nobody knows what the hell's going on here in this thing called life but I admire people who have the fundamentals of logic and rational thinking who are just you know taking a stab at it and whatever they seem to conclude okay fine we're not ever going to agree because everybody's different right like you have a whole different life than I have you have no idea what my life is like you might listen to this podcast and you might follow me through the media and all that but you have no idea what my life is really like and I have no idea what your life is really like even if I go to dinner with you for two hours and we sit down and you know have a couple of martinis and a steak or whatever I still am not going to know what your life is like and that's okay you know uh, you just have to accept your experience is your experience and your experience is meant for you now it's great when weird things happen that you can communicate to another person if that other person is imaginative enough to try to understand and, and put him or herself in your shoes and and kind of kind of like get it you know but uh when i do this podcast I know there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people all over the world listening to this podcast, but I don't know who they are. Now, I know that thousands of people listen because I get to sit down and I get to look at the stats. I get to see, okay, here's how many people have played this podcast. And that's why it's so cool when I do this money giveaway thing because when I give away free money to people who subscribe to my free e-newsletter I contact that person and I say hey congratulations you won you get the money um, but would you also mind me like you know telling everybody a little bit about yourself like it's okay if you want to be anonymous that's totally fine um but i would like to know something about you and you know who you are and why you listen to this and so i have these emails i want to read to you from the last two winners and uh it's so funny because you know i don't know who who either of these folks are but they won and here is uh, a bit of what they wrote back to me and told me that I could put in this podcast. So one of the last winners uh, is a man named Richard Hewer. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right or not, but he is from Billings, Montana. 
he's 42 years old and he's a truck driver and so I said to Richard well would you mind telling me something about yourself and why you listen to this podcast he says uh, I started listening to Art Bell in 1996 I've been working nights now most of the last 22 years because of late night talk radio it is a much different time now with the internet and podcasts but I still enjoy just driving at night and listening to the radio he says I've not really had any paranormal experiences myself but I'm very interested in the subject I do some energy healing work and I'm interested in meditation though I don't seem to stick with anything for very long all right well I'm going to pause right here because Richard said I've not really had any paranormal experiences and then he goes on to say well I do some energy healing work well (laughs) that is paranormal right there because compared to the traditional scientific method well energy healing work and I don't know exactly what he means by that but uh, that's not supposed to exist uh, and, and so it's funny to me how sometimes people are into something but they don't even recognize what they're actually into so Richard I know you're listening to this and I'm telling you man if you if you if you're saying that I've never had any paranormal experiences but I do some healing work well you're into the paranormal because that is paranormal he goes on to say I try to do things in my life that push the limits of the mind and body he says like a few examples a few years ago I went 24 days without eating I take regular ice baths in a deep freezer full of freezing water up to my neck for 10 to 15 minutes at a time I was also shaving my head for a while and decided to pull all of my hair out with an epilator just to see if I could. I spend four to five hours every weekend working on it for two months to finish it. Now my hair grows back very thin. Ha ha. (laughs) This guy's hardcore. He goes, uh, I've had a huge interest in uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies. Um, Anyway, the last uh, sentence he wrote, he says, I'm going to the Philippines in 10 days to meet my fiance. It's strange where life takes you. (laughs) Thanks for your time, Joshua Richard. Wow okay now why did that guy win this probably because I needed to read this I needed to like think about this dude and and realize this is a listener of Joshua P Warren daily this is a hardcore guy can you imagine going 24 days without eating so the other lady who won uh, free money, she's in New Market, Ontario, and her name 
and hopefully I'll pronounce this right. Her name is Rosemary Breshuk Chu. Here's what she said. I am first and foremost a legendary insomniac, which is how I came to see your email at 2.59 a.m. this morning. I am a 59-year-old woman of Polish-Ukrainian descent, the mother of three adult Eurasian sons, and I've lived all my life in Ontario, Canada. I'm coming up on 60, etc., etc. And she goes on to say, When I was five, my grandmother taught me how to douse for underground aquifers using two bent coat hangers. I'm going to pause here as well to say what she's talking about here is you take a coat hanger and you cut it the right way and you bend the coat hanger out and you have two L-shaped wires that you can use to douse. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then uh, you need to come to my event in Vegas where we're going to get into dowsing as well. Back to her email. Um, two bent coat hangers to find missing metallic objects also, like coins or bolts or nuts or blades. It was an inexplicable talent, like having some kind of magic power. In the evening, when chores were finished, my paternal grandmother and great-aunt would teach me how to read cards, tell fortunes with playing cards, read candle flames or tea leaves. I observed them with great fascination and learned how to do these magical things myself and later graduated to reading tarot cards and doing pendulum magic. She also says, for over 50 years, I've dabbled in astrology, so-called psychic predictions, crystal healing, pendulum magic, sky watching, and tarot reading privately. More recently, since 1989, I became sentient to imminent earthquakes and volcanic eruptions, which I now predict with fair accuracy. Around 1993, I began forwarding my annual world event predictions to my sister via email, an annual ritual, whereby we exchange our respective list of predictions on New Year's Eve, and then we review the previous year's exchange on her birthday, January 1st, New Year's Day, and this year we exchanged our 25th annual list and she attached a copy and yes I have it I have her list of predictions and I've been reading it and boy I hope she's wrong on some things can you believe that though like you you listen to this podcast and uh, you might not know well who else is listening to this what kind of people listen to this podcast well there you go I send out my free e-newsletter and it could be any hour of the day with a little link says click here win some money and then you, you get the money 
and then I learned something about you and I put it here in the podcast so how interesting is this for you and for me to know more about the community that we're involved with the people who are listening to this content so I want to congratulate both of them um if you have a paypal account and you win it's much easier because i just paypal it uh rosemary doesn't so i am uh i went to the post office today and got everything squared away so i can send her her money but i have people who listen to this podcast in every country you can imagine this is the miracle of technology so thank you thank you for doing that and thank you for participating and if you are not a subscriber to my free e-newsletter well you should be just go to joshuapwarren.com there is no period after the p go to joshuapwarren.com and you'll see where you can put your email in there it uh, takes about two seconds to subscribe to my free e-newsletter so I want to tell you something about um, my buddy, the Santero, who lives in San Juan. And I'm always joking around with Lauren because uh, Americans always say San Juan, San Juan. But uh, we're always seeing who can do it better. It, you're, you're, you're supposed to sort of breathe out and say San Juan. Juan, San Juan, San Juan. You don't, you don't put your tongue, San Juan. You, you, you keep your tongue on the bottom, San Juan. That's how they say it there. Well, Santero Longley lives there in San Juan, and in my last podcast, I was telling you that people all over Puerto Rico, they were caught off guard by the magnitude of Hurricane Maria and all the money you had was what was in your pocket well guess what Santero Longley had no cash on him credit cards don't work checks don't work all you have is what's in your pocket I met with him just before I left Puerto Rico and he told me an amazing story he said here I was sitting here in my house without any power without any water without any money having no idea how long this is going to last now think about having no information whatsoever about how long your situation is going to persist but he's a Santero so his house is unbelievable he's got well he's an artist so he's got all these amazing things that he has created that are just strewn all over his house and um, so he sat there he meditated and a voice came to him and the voice said 
go to the beach and you will have what you need. Now, at that point, the hurricane had just happened and the beach was a mess. But he heard the voice and he said, okay. Now, Santero Longley is a priest of Etha. He usually dresses in all white and he has loose-fitting clothing and a little loose-fitting cap and he has all kinds of cool jewelry. He, he has a white beard and he's got beautiful blue eyes and he just, you know, he, he's one of these guys who, um, you, when you meet him, you never forget him, right? So he saunters down the street because he lives close to the beach there in San Juan. San Juan. And he sauntered down to the beach and the beach is just destroyed. I mean, it's nothing but just mangled debris everywhere. And there's nobody on the beach. But then he turned to his left. And there's a guy sitting there. And this guy kind of looks like, and this is what Santero told me, he kind of looks like he's uh, from India. And he says the guy is wearing like a long shirt and he's barefoot. Now, who in their right mind would be walking around barefoot in this situation when a hurricane has just blown debris everywhere and it's broken glass and metal? So Santero said he walked up to this man and the man said, I've been waiting to meet you and shook his hand. And Santero is at this point like, he's in another, he's like in a twilight zone phase. He has no idea what the hell is going on. And the man says, I have this for you. And he goes, put out your hand. And Santero puts out his hand. And this man puts his hand in Santero's hand and opens his hand and it's full of cash. Now, can you believe this? I mean, this is shocking. This is crazy. He gets this cash and then the man says... You are like me. You have work to do. But you can never do it for yourself. Alright. What the hell does that mean? Well, Santero has told me for years that sometimes you might have a special ability to help somebody or to heal somebody or whatever. And what's weird about the whole thing is that sometimes it's all set up by the majestic divine powers where you can only do it for others. You can't do it for yourself. Why? I don't know. But Santero has told me that. He has said you cannot do this sometimes for yourself you have gifts but they can only be gifts to give to others 
you can't do it if you're directing it to yourself he gives him this and he goes now I have others to help and he fades into the ocean mist and my friend the Santero he went back to his home and he had what he needed to survive now I will also tell you that uh, Dr. Mulder and myself sent a care package down there to Santero and uh, we had all kinds of goodies in that care package that care package was nice enough that if I got it right now I would still like it even if I weren't in a disaster zone I'd be like yeah this is a nice care package Santero got that cash though right there when he needed it at that time under those circumstances but here's the clincher okay I've been saving this till the end are you ready for this when Santero met the man he asked the man what is your name and the man said angel now there are people especially in the Latin world who have that name and they often call themselves unhail or unhail or something like that this guy said I am angel he identified himself as angel Do you believe that was an angel? Because what I've just told you is a true story. Do you believe that was an angel? Because people think angels, they just descend and they have wings and they're translucent and they do wacky things and then they go, no. No. Every time throughout history an angel appears, the angel looks just like you do. They are corporeal uh, substantive figures was that an angel I think it was you never know when you're talking to an angel could be a human could be a dog could be a cat you never know when you're dealing with an angel because I believe this whole world is like some kind of big classroom and you are being tested all the time so you better be careful what you say what you do to anybody or anything that you encounter because you never know where an angel is and if you ever see somebody in need and you go, eh, fuck you. I don't, look, my mom would not be very proud if I said fuck you to an angel. I can tell you that. So, you better be careful what you say and what you do. Because you never know when you're interacting with those folks. The angels.
that are possibly here to keep an eye on us. Oh, boy. All right, my friends. I think that's it for today. My name is Joshua P. Warren. This podcast is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. It's always short. It's always free. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, you will find a link to the podcast, and you will also find a way to subscribe to the podcast. Or you can just follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So that said, thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon.